0: So when I was in primary school, we had a a teacher, he was one of the last Christian brothers actually to teach in in Thurless CBS, and uh, he was a master storyteller. He was, well, at least I thought thought so when when I was eight. Uh, He was just absolutely fantastic. So whenever he had time at the end of the day, you know, we'd have our different slots at different parts of the day for uh, different subjects, and... uh, the, whenever we had a bit of time left over, he would start telling a story. And he invented this story, right, called the patouche box. Right? Entirely, he, he invented it on the spot. And every day he'd add an extra five minutes or an extra ten minutes to it. or, And the, 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 the question, the whole story revolved around what was in this box. You know, people look into it and, oh! Oh my goodness, and the box was shut. And we were like, Oh, what was in it, sir? What was in it, sir? And he says, I'll tell you tomorrow. And then the, 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 it would get passed on to the next person, and it would get lost, and it would get transported across to Egypt, and so on and so forth. And do you know, just, he was just a really, really good storyteller. And <clears throat> it's just so interesting that from the earliest of, of ages to adulthood, uh, we love good stories. All of us love stories. All of us love stories that engage us, that that, that intrigue us. Stories that maybe tell us something about ourselves or tell us something about about God or whatever it may be. Uh, So, what's your story? What is your story like? (coughs) When we look at the Gospel, the Gospel ultimately is, is one enormous story of God's love for us, of God's salvation. There's... It's, it's a story of God's creation. God starts with everything good. And then sin enters the world and everything starts to go bad. And then God enters history again with this plan of salvation to bring everything back. So it's, 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 it's this enormous story. But what's interesting about this story is that we're not just spectators. We're not just spectators. In this enormous story of redemption, we're part and parcel. We're, we're in the story. We're in it. You and I have, have a part to play in this in this epic story. So what's, what's your role? What's your part? What's your part in this story? It can happen as, uh, the Gospel today, the readings today are interesting because they're talking about the Spirit of God being given to people that maybe mightn't have been expected to have the Spirit. So they expected Moses to have the Spirit, but then it came down on the 72 elders as well, so it came down on others. Uh, then in the Gospel, <clears throat> Master, we saw one who is not one of us casting out devils in your name. We tried to stop him because he's not one of us. And Jesus said, no, 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 don't, don't stop him. If he's going to work a miracle in my name, he's, he's on our side. So that there, there are people not just the expected people doing good work out there. So when it comes to our role in this epic story, the, role isn't, the important roles aren't just for the Pope or aren't just for religious or aren't just for catechists and famous preachers or anything like that. Everybody's role is important. The Spirit has come down upon us, us all. And so everybody's role in this story is, is important. Everyone. Yours too. So all of us, like, are called to witness to those around us and our families, in <coughs> our work environments, our communities, to witness to the hope and the joy of the gospel. All of us. All of us. This isn't just delegated, as I say, to, to, to priests and religious, and very much so in, in, in Ireland's past, that would have been kind of considered the case, you know, where catechists and those who teach the faith were, were, were priests and religious, and everyone else was kind of a, a spectator. All you had to do was turn up. Uh, but no, the, the Lord has has an important role for each one of us so we think of the idea of, of, of our story as well our, our, our story as part of this epic narrative of salvation you know and our story is a, li- a little part of it like the whole story keeps running but our, our little our story has, has 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 a role to play and what's very interesting I find is when we look at our lives and look at how God has intervened look at what God has done because so often we're focused on the next thing that we need the next challenge the the next exam the next relationship the next problem or whatever it may be uh that we're so focused on the next thing that we maybe don't take enough time to look at how God has worked in the past in our lives and we, we we miss that we miss that so I think there are two things, two things to, when it comes to our, our looking at, at how God has worked in our lives. There are two things to keep in mind. One, <clears throat> there are some very obvious situations where God has worked. For example, uh, I know plenty of people who found it difficult to have children, maybe in the early part of, of their marriage, and they prayed and they got people to pray and they went to maybe uh, Medjugorje or uh, had someone pray over them or the sacrament of the sick or whatever it may be and then thank God uh, afterwards. Uh, they were able to have one, two, three, four children. Uh, so like, there are situations where it's very clear that God has intervened in someone's life. Okay, But the other thing that isn't so clear, but it's very good to have eyes to see, is that very often God gives us opportunities. Now, an opportunity, the, the reason that word is important is because an opportunity implies that I have to do something here too. Like I, I know people who, who have complained to me about how God hasn't done anything in their lives, right? And, <clears throat> you know, very calmly you have to kind of, I, I, I know them very well, and very calmly you have to kind of point out, but he gave you so many opportunities, opportunities. You have to do your bit. Now, you had all these opportunities on your lap, on your plate, right in front of you all you had to do was do your bit and your life now could be very very different you know so say for example if someone was was studying was suffering from addiction okay but God placed in their lives people who could help them out with that addiction maybe counsellors or maybe uh, good influence or maybe a good a, a good boyfriend girlfriend future husband or wife you know someone who could have guided them out of it but they didn't want to engage or they were afraid or they were afraid of commitment and so they bailed and that opportunity is missing, it's, it's, it's lost. Or say uh, people are maybe stuck in, 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 in a rut of uh, finding it hard to get <coughs> good work, but the Lord provides a good job, but they turned up drunk, and so then they had, they had this opportunity, they had this opportunity to start a new life, but then because they didn't control their own behaviour, they, they, they missed that opportunity. To start a new chapter, turn a new leaf in their lives and, and have a new start. Now, I'm not saying this like, to, to accuse people, but I'm saying when we look at our story, when we look at how God has worked in our lives, there are certain situations where it's just crystal clear, if, if we've eyes to see it, that God did this. God like, provided, I mean, when we think of here, Holy Family. We think of this house, we think of the support of the bishop, we think of our benefactors, we think of our young people, we think of everything that we have here, even the things that surround us here. So much providence, providence after providence, story after story, proof of God's love after proof of God's love. So many situations. But then there are other things that, that there are opportunities that the Lord gives us and wants us to work with them. As such, it, it's not so much that it comes for free, but what he's teaching us is, is how to work with him. And I have absolutely no doubt that the Lord gives us opportunities every single day to grow in becoming saints, to grow in virtue, to build up his kingdom, to witness to other people. Every day we have opportunities. Every day the Spirit is is trying to work in us and through us. And every day that reply, that response, (coughs) is placed in my lap. Do I want to walk with the Lord. <coughs> will I give him this portion of my day? Will I renounce this this behavior, this this habit that I know is leading me from him? I have this opportunity to go do something else. Will I take it? Or will I remain on this trajectory that that, that isn't of God? And then ultimately wonder why things aren't working out. Wonder why I'm still in the same... Place of addiction or misery or loneliness, whatever it may be, when the Lord has provided exits, but I didn't take them. So the Lord won't live our lives for us. That's not how He didn't create us to annihilate our freedom and just bulldoze us into the right direction. (coughs) He gives us opportunities and asks us to choose. And then in this whole epic story, of of salvation. My role. My role can can be can be far more important. It is far more important than any of us could ever understand. Because my life affects other people. And the people I affect affect other people. And the people they affect affect other people. If I get my part of the story right, the whole trajectory of of the story of salvation improves. The kingdom is, 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 one more block is added to the, to the building up of the kingdom. And so we ask the good Lord today for two things. One, to help us to see how he has worked in our lives. Because like if, we, if we could just see that, we'd be so full of gratitude to see how he has worked in our lives in the past. And secondly then, to see the opportunities that he's giving us today opportunities so it's not this isn't set in stone and just because it's god's will doesn't mean it's, it's it's going to bulldoze its way through my life i have to work with this i have to decide this is this is something i'm going to do so will i do it will i do it that's that's up to me <coughs> and if we can look back at our past with gratitude and look at our present then full of of this uh expectancy and almost this excited joy that we get to do something incredible. Even if it's apparently small, like just sitting at home praying a heartfelt rosary. I get to do something important, like I get to do I get to unite my heart to God for twenty minutes. What a gift. I get to serve someone. I get to offer something up. I get to console someone. And then in all of these things, our life takes on a whole new meaning. Until that day when my part of the story this side of eternity is over. The curtains are drawn and I'll find myself somewhere else, hopefully even better than here. So we ask the good Lord for eyes to see his work in our past and the opportunities of today.